0: Put the coffee in the trailer Oh no. Okay, I'm going to Yeah point just told you because you're quiet talking
1: there. Let's take some soft roads today. Soft roads, huh? Soft roads. What happened to that? Uh, Oh it got
0: moist a little bit, but it'll still work. She just she'll work just fine. She just a little beat up, that's all.
1: We're doing spring cleaning at the church yesterday. One of the kids had these, and I'm like, I know those sunglasses. Oh shit! Yeah, I know those sunglasses. We're bringing them back. There you go. bringing them back attack. Yeah. yeah. <coughs> <coughs> so you see your coughs gotten worse? Those okay. to Vegas do to you?
0: I got uh, alligator skin. Super dry skin. Oh, yeah, you do. And that's it's
1: weird. It's all bumpy.
0: It's way better than it was.
1: Feel it. Yeah, I actually, uh, yeah. that's creepy. Yeah. Just had sandpaper
0: earlier. It was like one of those big sanding blocks that you take paint off stuff with. That was me. It
1: was fun. It was a good time. It's like an allergic reaction of some kind. Yeah. I don't know. They got night out. Terrible. terrible time. So, that was the highlight? uh such a good
0: trip. That was crazy. I'll tell you all about it. I need coffee
1: though. It's so hard. You seem so afraid of the edges lately. Like you're so busy. I feel like that. I feel... It's
0: not that I'm like, I guess, that busy. It's more that I'm out of my routine. I uh, don't know. I'm moderately concerned for you. Not like there's like a million things i have to do it's just that i have been gone and like focused on other things and then it's like oh yeah i have a life and stuff so that's kind of more of the problem rather than the actual volume of things to do okay
1: See you trying to think things. Trying to think things? <laughs> I have to make a left turn here. I will do that. Coffee, Jake. going to the closest
0: caffeine place, which I think is Dutch Bros. It is. That's where I'm going. I'm gonna get one of those drinks I like. And then we will discuss the things. t-shirt is It's a bear. And the words say big old bear, big old bear, big old bear. It's a joke from the video game stream.
1: That's something I don't I don't get. I know. Really, really specific t-shirts that only three people get.
0: Yep. I like it because it's like I'm in on a joke and nobody knows what's going on. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. It's a pretty good time. Hey. Good, how are you? good. What do you want?
1: Um... Uh,
0: I don't are um, somehow unprepared for this. Do you want your white coffee? Yeah. Like white... white mocha, caramelizer. 25? Okay. Yep. I'll the electric berry rubble iced yeah. Uh twenty-four. Sounds
1: good. That's just the two.
0: Thank you. I
1: don't know where they write cards. We had a long conversation about the dangers of energy and you took exactly the wrong things away from me. I know. Yep. Taking about three years off of my life so far. Probably true. Yeah, found the right card.
0: Aiming for a few more. I don't know. My girl used to work at the other place. What? She used to work at Nina's. No.
1: Mm-hmm. Nina's ain't no, as hip. No. It's cool. not They don't have things called the picture-perfect freeze. It's true. With captions, are say dvizz. Mm-hmm. Yum. What's the dinosaur egg?
0: What is that? Probably a bunch of sugar in a cup. That's what everything here is. Oh yeah. And then it's then like the... literally just where you go for sugar in a cup. Which happens to be what I want today.
1: I'm assuming the dinosaur egg is just in the uh, Do you want any
0: soup? Um, I probably have one. Let me look. Yay. Right there. Look
1: at that. Why is Bugsy's using the papyrus from That's what I want to know. Bugsy's. Look at
0: that. Right. At that Thank you. At least, your, at least they used Bank Gothic on the sign. Just,
1: Thank you. Strictly for churches and Egypt-based films. Thank you. Yeah, have a good
0: day, guys. You too. Egypt-based films. It's true.
1: The car is like a little collage.
0: It is. It's like a moving art piece. That's very true. Sorry, giant trailer dude. Oh shoot, <laughs> I'm retarded. Okay, we're doing okay, okay here. That was like perfectly behind this. <laughs> I just like, it was not, uh, it didn't even okay. exist in the I world.
1: Believe, I believe you. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, there wanna... was a man like a week or two ago who was trying to pull into there with the world's largest <laughs> trailer, and I'm like, dude, this might not be the drive drive through for you, man. You might
0: just want to just park and get out. Yeah,
1: maybe do that. Uh... <laughs> <Can> <laughs> uh, I, just... saw, I saw an old principal getting executed. Oh too, yeah, dude. Yesterday, um, this guy he was in a jeep, and the line. He got into the line. One, he got into one of the lines, you know, because there's a line on each side. That one line was too long. And there's nobody in the other line, so he backs up and backs into the other line yes. instead of going around. I'm like, that's a bold move, sir, and I appreciate that. Yep. He, and no one cared. Ain't no logins backing into that. No, that's no, probably logging. true. So sad, guy, carrying his groceries home from safely in the wheelbarrow. Oh, oh yeah. That's actually well, that's a lot good of planning. this week.
0: Pretty good planning.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, got a long way to walk. I got
1: a wheelbarrow. <laughs> they aren't allowed me. They don't allow me to take cart home. No. Do my homework on the back of a shovel. Oh, I did my taxes this week. Oh, uh, yeah. If I get thrown in jail soon, it'll, it'll be because they took a very close look at my taxes. So, there you go. Well, great. I'm an idiot who does not... I have to deduct my little trip yeah. my job, and I did not keep good track of that, so I did some very, very loose guesstimating. Mm. So, if they, uh, if they ask for proof of that, I'm in trouble. Well, if you calculate
0: it by, like, the average distance you drive, it's probably fine. If you just wildly guessed, maybe not did a lot of rounding up yeah believe not it that's probably that. true anywho i forgot to uh put money that kate gets for like babysitting on our taxes so now we have to do an amendment
1: which i think they charge you for right to tax babysitting yeah bear arms various other amendments that's terrible
0: And it's like, because it's a different category as like our other income or whatever, we get taxed up the bunghole, is what I would refer to it. It's
1: a very vulgar way to refer to it.
0: Well, it's true. That's exactly what happened. They located the bunghole and taxed us up it, okay? (laughs) All right, we're all good. It was very frustrating. Sorry usually like to use swear adult words, words, on words on like bunghole
1: <laughs> keep it clean <laughs> uh,
0: yeah so okay so here's how my week has been um, I flew out of Eugene airport on Friday night last Friday night and uh, as I was waiting in the airport, I basically got an email that was like, hey, you know the entire reason you're coming? Well, basically everyone hates you and you're like a piece of crap and everything that you do is, is terrible. Forbidden? No, but that's what it felt like. It wasn't that, what? but that's what it, it felt it? like. It was totally not that. I'll get to that. Okay. Oh. So I was like, well, I feel horrible. And, I'm gonna miss my family. And, Dan can't come with me on this trip, and so I feel like a failure who's alone. Well, at least I get to ride on a plane with a bunch of drunk people because it's a plane to Vegas late at night. <laughs> and that's what happened. Not only were there drunk people on the plane, there were also, uh, there was also a lady who had decided to take her cat to Las Vegas. <laughs> And she was traveling with her cat Williams on her carry wants,
1: <laughs> wants to play the tables?
0: Yeah, pretty much. And so, it was like,
1: Oh man, this is
0: definitely crazy! Yeah man, we're gonna hit so many shots, as we're gonna do shots, 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 shots,
1: shots!
0: For two hours. Two hour ride. 45 minute flight two hours. It was great. Fun. So I got there super late at night. Got in my room. They spelled my name wrong, so it was hard for me to... Two uh, hours in Ferris? Yep. Yeah. Hard for they me to uh, check in and everything. But I finally got checked Chinese. in. And was like, well, I'm excited am excited to have a horrible, embarrassing failure tomorrow. I went to bed. <laughs> woke up. Had to go to this, like, big training thing which is basically, like, a top-secret training, which is really exciting. We were escorted there, and there were cars. No, we just walked across the street. But we weren't allowed to tell anybody. And so we went to this classroom, and they're like, all right, we're going to teach you how to use use this new software. We're like, cool. And so uh, that was from 9 a.m. until about 6 p.m., with a short break for lunch and during that time I met a couple people one of the people I was pretty sure was going to be my enemy
1: mm-hmm.
0: because he had like he was one of the people on like the email that made me feel like a piece of crap and he's just like yeah this is a terrible you know and I'm like because what I what I have to do is give a video, I have to give a presentation on Monday, basically. And so I did like a video practice of it and then people were supposed to critique it or something. Well, I didn't know that they were supposed to critique it. Oh, and then you just suddenly get random
1: criticism. Yeah, and maybe, then I just get like everybody hating on them,
0: And I'm like, okay. And so uh, I was just like, gosh dang it, I already hate this guy.
1: <laughs> Talk better, <laughs> I'm already, look
0: less dumb. Already just mad, and so I was finally like, all right, I need to chill out it's probably one of those things where it seems like this sucks but it's really not a big deal and I even though I'm pretty sure it's not I'm going to believe that it is because it's a nicer way to live anyway so I was like fine so I like called my like boss lady basically and she's like no you complete you completely misunderstood that and was finally like you know she's like no no, no it just means this and this and this and I was like oh Okay, well I'm glad I didn't get more upset then and I did decide I to like, suicide on the way here, Why I did you? decided to then? chill out a little bit. So I'm like, okay, good. And then I talked with this guy and he's just like uh, <laughs> he, he also talked like Fred Armiston. Uh, like the guy that's that was on like Saturday Night Live and he's on like Portlandia and stuff and um, you watch parks and rec right oh yeah so like the guy from like the sister uh country or whatever that it talks like this and is always oh, okay. always like super rude yeah. that was basically the guy i was like had to work with right okay just imagine him and so i'm like so what do you think about the like thing i sent and he's like um yeah it's uh it's terrible. I'm <laughs> just like, dang it. But like, and then I realized that he he just meant that it's terrible that we like weren't able to like work on this earlier and he just said it a really weird way and then like we ended up talking and actually we became really good friends and I was like, "Oh, this guy isn't a jerk at all." And I was a jerk for thinking he's a jerk. And then we're like, "Oh, we're super good friends now." That's cool. And then we worked on our stuff together. Okay, and then I like became friends with like the rest of the people that were on this like team and it was just like instantly good and everything was awesome after that and then we went uh the next day we had to practice our um, presentations basically and so we went to the show floor which they were supposed to have done by 10 a.m when we got there and they did not have it done and at 3 p.m. after we just basically still hung out building the floor, It did nothing yeah they were still building our like presentation spot or whatever and so we went back to the hotel and like practiced our stuff and of course I was the first one and everybody else has like done this before and so they made me practice first and then like they spent like 20 minutes just telling me like yeah this is uh this is still like not where it needs to be and everything and I'm just like ugh I feel like horrible and so that's kind of like how the weekend went and it was really stressful and I spent a lot of time practicing and it I was like up to like two in the morning practicing like every day and getting up at like six because we had to go beat somewhere right after that. So finally Monday rolls around. And by that time I was feeling a lot better about stuff but just super tired and um, practiced and gave my first presentation. Basically, I was like... Did you give it like a TED Talk? Uh, no, it wasn't a TED Talk. Wow. It was like a live tutorial kind of thing. You like a TED Talk. This is this how you open... This will change. ...the options menu. The options menu. Yeah, no, it was like like what you give like a lesson in school or whatever like when you're teaching software. It was like that. Um, but yeah, I was supposed to give two a day, so... You two a day for Monday and Wednesday. Monday, Tuesday, like Wednesday. Vitamins. Huh? It's
1: like vitamins. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Two Two, two vitamins.
0: Oh, vitamins. Oh, okay. okay. Um, why would you say it like that? Say vitamins. I don't know. I'm, I'm sorry I spoke. That's okay. I forgive you. Thank you. But yeah, and then it ended up being really good, and it was super fun. And by, like, the next couple days i was like oh yeah this is my life now and these are my friends and we are cool like and everything is awesome i don't want to go home and this is a great vacation and yeah i am used to this now and then it was like all right time to go home and i was like oh okay i'm like i'm glad to go home this is awesome but also i'm gonna miss everybody and like miss doing this and stuff and so i like just got into a new routine and now i'm like back and then i didn't even, like i didn't work on Thursday or Friday because I was helping with Chase who got like major dental work happening on Friday. And so we've been taking care of like sick Chase for two days.
1: And I've just major been like, well work. I imagine he's going around with one of those big wire things on his head. Well he had
0: three crowns and a extracted and then like two spacer things put in and then sealant and like a couple other things. Like all in his mouth. And I'm like dang man.
1: That's hardcore. He's got grills now. Yeah just about. He smiles and his blinding flashing light. kind of is. Hey dad welcome to my crib. Literally I sleep in my crib because I'm a small child. Yeah.
0: So it's just been kind of like and then I'm just like tired from traveling and stuff and so it's been like taking care of sick kid and being out of routine and really exhausted and then being like oh yeah I have like a whole other category of life that I haven't like tended to in like a week and a half so that kind of makes me anxious so other than that
1: things are great I feel like you spend too many plates probably true. That's probably true.
0: How's
1: your week been? Considerably less busy compared to yours. Mm-hmm. I feel like everything is running together in my mind. Just because I can tell you. A bunch of stuff is happening. Like, not all at once, but like something new every day. what? It's all good, stuff. Nice. Well, on one hand, uh, I got a key to the church, so I just, I pretty much just go there all the time now. I just hang out on your old couch and read the stuff. that's what I do most of the day. And it's, I feel like I've read too much, like my brain can no longer contain information. Hmm. I've bitten off the more than I could chew. <laughs> Trying to cram stuff into my head. What have it's you been, been reading? Well, was just all sorts of stuff. All sorts of stuff. Pretty much all the books in my church. Oh. All the stuff off that shelf in the back. And then stuff that I wasn't supposed to read as well. I found all of Troy's old journals. and Probably shouldn't have been snooping, but I snooped. I snooped super hard. Yeah, I probably shouldn't have done that. Yeah. Good reads, though. No, anyway, huh. slightly inspiring. But anyway, yeah, I feel like I've hit information overload point with that, and and there's just a bunch of other like there's a new thing every day that I like. biggest fear about doing things the kids now look at me like I'm a leader right which yeah. means I should know things so if they have even like the slightest theological question I can't answer I don't want to screw them up or give them the wrong answer or I don't know sure what place of people's lives in my hands I don't like it I'm not ready I mean I want to be ready responsible for that
0: <clears throat> like that, that you view that as a responsibility I think that's really good uh, yes. one thing I'd say though man is that like it's okay to not know I know it doesn't feel like that's a great answer for things cause like you know you're trying to be a uh, a role model and they're like oh yeah if I'm going to think about my life like Jake is then I should ask Jake any question and he should know but like you're a person man and that's like part of being a role model is admitting that you don't know everything and like if they ask you something really hard like why haven't you thought about this you know and then it feels like oh man I just I totally should have thought about this like what kind of Christian am I like, you can just be like, yeah, that's something I'm, uh, I'm really been thinking about lately and kind of working on. Because it's true. Okay. I've been uh, thinking about that lately. Yeah. Okay. And it's just, it's just, it's like not, it's not trying to like skirt around it, but it's like, if you really don't know, that's okay. You can't know everything. It's like I know like a decent amount of apologetics, but like if somebody were like pretty up on history and apologetics and stuff, and they were like gonna quiz me, I probably would would not do
1: very well. well my thing is, I have yeah. a lot. I have a, I have a lot of my own ideas about how God and stuff works, and sometimes I'll be like explaining that to a kid, and I'll stop, and then my head go like, "What if i am wrong? <laughs> Hold on, <laughs> don't uh, don't quote me on this." Yeah? No, it's oh. I get that. Um, here's another thing. <laughs> so on one hand, it's, I think it's a good sign, but like, some of the kids, you know. Oh, and what's this? I don't know. It's not all name names. Um, but one of them, a certain child, confided in me about some some awful stuff that happened to them and it's like it's the kind it's the kind of thing where you don't you don't have an answer for it you can't give them advice you can just go that sucks and now I get to walk around with this horrible knowledge that I can't do anything with but there we go it's like stuff that happened in the past so it's not it's not like oh we should go to the authorities but you know sure I'm still, like, I was a little happier not knowing this. Yeah. But. I'm glad you talk to me about it, but what do I do with this now? One of the biggest things about
0: ministry, about talking to people about hard stuff, is that aspect of it. It's not even necessarily knowing what to say, it's how to deal with they tell you that you don't have an answer for, it. you know, and the things I felt are helpful are having somebody to talk to about it that does understand, um, so if it's something you could, like, talk to Alicia about, you talk to me about, whoever you feel, like, would be appropriate, even somebody who's, like, a third party that doesn't know the kid or whatever. That knows ministry, um, like somebody like Troy or like you know that kind of person. That would be good. Um, and then also, gotta gotta be in prayer about it, man. Like God's the one that works through these kind of things. And it feels like we should have all the answers, but a lot of the time we don't. There's just stuff you can't reconcile, man. It's because it's just a, a fallen world, and you know we kind of say that jokingly sometimes, but it's like it's true. Like there's sometimes there just
1: aren't bright sides to things. Yeah, that's that's the sobering thing that I've yeah not, not, not that uh, not that specifically, but the uh, what I've realized is <laughs> every single one of those. Well, the high schools anyway. And and every single one of them, they all have something horrible about their life. And. I don't know. It's like. Just this profound sadness. Like, why does it have to be like this?
0: Yeah. I remember the exact moment I realized that. with this kind of thing? Like, how do you even deal with this? You told me something along the lines of what I just told you. Yeah. And that's the the thing, is there's... There's really only a couple of responses you can have. You can get mad at God or how things are and really the only response is you either continue doing ministry or you don't. And if you're going to if you're going to not continue then you're going to have to live with that. And that wasn't an option for me. And if you are going to continue there has to be a way for you to realize that type of I guess sobering outlook is part of doing ministry and it's but it's worth it you know it's like there, there is no other option you know for somebody who cares for people and who wants to make you know the world better wants to Encourage people to love God. Like there just is
1: not another way to do it. You know. Yeah, if... Unless I feel you... like out of all the things in my life that I've failed at, uh-huh. I can't afford to fail at this because nothing else I've done really matters. I mean, that's not like it. It's not like I've like done anything great yet. I failed at some of the other things in my life that it could be easy for me to just yeah, duck out when things get a little too hard. Yeah. Because I've done that with everything else. But I don't think I can afford to do that this time. Yep, and that, that is
0: how growth happens. So once you realize that, you gotta guard against bitterness. That's probably the easiest thing to jump into if you're not going to quit and you're gonna continue, is to become bitter. But for me it was putting a full trust that God knows what he's doing even if I can't see it even if it doesn't feel like I'm doing any, making any difference, the thing is that God, God has each of us in a place for a specific reason and he's the one that's doing the work. All we have to do is allow him and say like, okay, I'll do what you want me to do. As long as you make it clear enough to me that I'll actually do it, that's what I'll do. And if you're in that place that's what that's the most effective place to be in
1: life I feel like I'm sort of there but also I have this thing where I'm questioning my motives like I maybe it's stupid but like the back of my head I'm like accusing myself no you're only you're only actually doing anything because you want your friends to think you're a good person Hmm. like I know that's not I don't think that's true what if I'm just being off actually? No. No. Yeah, I've uh
0: I feel like that for myself quite a bit. It's like where's where's your motivation? Like do you really is this really for God or is this to like make you look better, you know, or to feel like you're doing something important? Yeah, we get that. One thing I've learned about that specific type of thing is that if you're honest, there's probably a little bit of that. Like I know for me, there probably is a little bit of that. There is a, there's a part of me that wants to know that what I'm doing uh, is worthwhile. I want people to look at me and say, well, wow, that guy's not wasting his life. You know, I want people to look at like to see that and to see me as important see me as an asset to a ministry team or to a church or to like heart support or to my family or whatever um, you're an asset to me yeah like I love that and even though there are aspects of that that's like prideful and from the wrong motivation and stuff that's not all bad like that's a that's actually a nice, that's a good thing to want is like to be, uh, to like use your time wisely and that kind of thing. Um, and to be like the want to be respected and everything, that, those are good things, but even though there is an aspect of that that is like, you know, prideful and kind of manipulative and like all of that kind of stuff. God can still use that. That's what blows my mind, is even though, like, it's it's like it's like this. So, like, if you were going to give somebody a gift, right? And you're like, all right, I'm gonna, I got you this really cool coffee mug. Let's say that's the world's greatest gift for some reason, even yes. though it kind of sucks. Coffee. Right? This is a really cool coffee mug. And you're going to give it to God, let's say. Uh, and it's kind of broken like it's not new it's kind of broken you kind of pieced it together it doesn't it kind of leaks and everything so you have to hold it like one part up and so you kind of like give it to him and you're like here you go and it kind of sucks right well God takes that and is like awesome like thank you so much for bringing me what you can and then he like makes the cup work and like fixes all of it and everything and it's like all right.
1: like, we're going to use this. Say so feel like he looks at my coffee cup and goes, do better. No. No, he doesn't.
0: Because there's, there's like two ways of doing from what I, from what I have discerned and figured out over my years, right? Like, there's two ways that we go about giving something to God. One way is the way we've been talking about with kind of a broken cup. The other way is like this fear that God's going to look at it and say, do better, do better, do better. If you are really doing your best to try, and even through, like, kind of your sinful kind of broken offering, God looks at that and says, wow, that's beautiful. And then, like, that's the thing, is, like, that faith that you put forth and saying, like, even though this kind of sucks, like, I'm trying really hard, you give it to God, God will
1: purify that, and he'll use that. Well, yeah. That's the thing where I can, like, say that's true in my head, but I don't, I don't feel like that. I, don't, um, I assume I'm sitting on top of a house of cards, and the next little mistake will collapse the whole thing. That's an exhausting feeling. I know. It's...
0: like that I kind of realized a while ago that there's a huge part of my life that's governed by fear and it's usually fear that I'm secretly like a bad person secretly that I'm like an, an imposter like it's called imposter syndrome yeah, me too right and the thing is there like you. most of the time th- think about a fear though like think about that it's not necessarily based on facts It's based on just being
1: afraid of something. But then when that thing happens, and I wasn't afraid of it, and then I wasn't ready. You aren't ready even if you're afraid of it. I know, but that's the logic
0: in my head. (laughs) Yeah. It feels like we're protecting ourselves by being afraid of something and worrying about it, but it doesn't actually help. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's like um, this analogy that I heard the other day. Living, living in fear and worry is like getting a brand new, like beautiful car, and then uh, being afraid that you're going to get into an accident or getting it, getting it uh, hit or whatever or, or dented. And so you take a hammer and you dent it all over, <laughs> and like you beat it up. There and, we go. Because what you think is that if something happens to the car then you won't notice it because you already beat it up, right? So it doesn't, it won't affect you. But the thing is, you're driving around in a beat-up car, which is the same result. So, so you're not protecting
1: yourself at all. Yeah. So part of me, like, I want to have this peace in knowing that, okay, I'm where, I think I'm where I'm supposed to be. i uh, doing something that's good in my own. Dumb way. But I want to have like a piece of that, right? But also, there's a part of me that's like. (sighs) like I'm afraid it's all gonna. I don't know. Something's gonna happen. I don't know what specifically. Yeah. Well, okay, my main fear is that Alicia leaves, right? And then, like, that somehow messes me up. Because right now, I feel like it's working. But I don't know. And then that's my that's where my other fear comes in. My is whatever I'm doing just a result of leaning on people I know? Or is that actually from in me? I don't
0: know. Honestly it's okay if it is. It's okay if you're leaning on other people for a while. That's okay. That's why we have community, you know, that's why we have, we have church and, like, people around us. I was pretty clear about how that's a really good thing. Thing is, though, like, that community, that people around you that will help you, God will keep them there as long as they need to be. And if you need to grow out of that, it'll be at the right time.
1: you to interviewing the other guy this week, right? Like Friday? I think so. Okay, well, what I'm gonna need you to do is after you finish it, no matter how the interview went, you need to set the tone and just say, That sucked. That guy sucked. Okay. <laughs> that way, that's what sinks in heads the first thing. Yeah. Color it. Alright. Perfect. I already told you, so if you both do it, I think. <laughs> um. another thing I wanted to ask you about. Um, I think I was talking to Alicia about it, that kind of stuff. And she mentioned that they offered you the youth pasture chop and you turned it down. Yep. I feel like you would be great at that. What, what's well, what's you. your deal, man? I'm spending too many plates. Well, I know that, but like, you could drop the other plates and just pick up them. I mean, I, I I guess I know why. You have your things that you like to do, but... I just feel like Pastor Casey has a nice sharing joint done that you done that so well
0: thanks man i appreciate that yeah honestly for me man i i like doing youth ministry a lot um, but what i feel god has really called me to is heart support stuff so if it were a if it were a uh pick between one of those I would have to pick hard support. Okay. Even though I really love youth ministry. That's just that's been made abundantly clear in my life. So that's kinda just one of those sorry, can't can't do that, you know? Somebody else is supposed to be there, I think.
1: Yeah, I guess so there's a choose I'd have. that's another thing, I feel like I've come into a weird time, after Troy left and everyone's always talking about Troy, like, those, those were the good times, now <laughs> we're in this weird, like, in-between thing, where everyone's really uncertain, and, and everyone just wishes Troy was here, so it's like a weird inferiority thing there, I think, I don't know. Yeah, there's an aspect of that.
0: It's also one of those things where, you know, Troy is ready to do other stuff and it wouldn't wouldn't be right to have Troy here still. Which doesn't seem like yeah, that Yeah, but I be feel it. like
1: we're a poor replacement for Troy. Mm. Even though I never really knew him that well. I, no, can't, I, wouldn't can't see her, regret. I wouldn't say anyone's a poor replacement.
0: I could say uh, it's just the next chapter in whatever's happening in our church, you know, because there's a lot of stuff happening in our church that, I hate uncertainty.
1: It's the worst. I don't think I'm serving the best, I hate it.
0: Prospect and I'm like, yeah, man, it's gonna be sick, <laughs> you know, which is really cool, but also sometimes it's like, oh yeah, there needs to be some kind of path to get there. I wonder how that's gonna work.
1: I don't know. It's not gonna get it better with that, but that's still a weird thing. Yeah. this also realizing that. God sticks you where he sticks you for a reason.
0: Yep. Uh, Yeah. Yep. Pretty soon, yeah. In like a few years, you'll be like, dude, the reason why I came at that point in time was for this. And that was really cool.
1: Well, there's elements where I can like look back at my life and see how things have come together in a certain way.
0: Yeah. Well, that's happening now still. Yeah. It's hard to see when you're in it.
1: Yeah. I a whole list of other fears I had to talk to you about, but I don't know what they were now. It's okay. I'm a sad, scared little boy. So
0: are we all. Yeah, dude. I had an encouragement for all of that, it would be that... It is no question that you are an imperfect person and you don't have it all together, you don't know the answers, you don't feel like you know what you're doing and uh, sometimes you feel like a big old fake. That means that you're doing ministry.
1: <laughs> Comforting.
0: That's what that means. And it means that you care about it because if you didn't care about it, you wouldn't be so worried about all that stuff.
1: Yeah, I guess so. If
0: you didn't care about it, you'd just be like, yeah, well, here we go. <laughs> and Just be fine with it. That is the one good thing about worry and fear. It's like, hmm, it's apparent that you actually care. You know? Everything
1: else about it sucks. <laughs> but... I also have this fear that I... I'm just a burden on people, I guess. I've I've realized recently, you, did, did you ever take that um, Myers-Briggs test? Uh-huh. I imagine the was that you were extrovert uh yes yeah See, he told me that too and i didn't believe it for the longest time i'm like nah you're lying to me but i've come to realize that i actually am and it's not it's not that i'm good with people someone say this this where i get my energy from like when i start talking to someone i just want to keep I just want to keep talking to so i've been i've realized that because i've been up to like because alicia likes talking What? Yeah, I know. It's a shocker. But you get the two of us together talking about things. And it's like, I don't know, one, two and one. She's like, I need to go home. I'm like, I'm sorry, but I still want to talk to you. (laughs) I have so many things I need to discuss. Oh, man. That's good. I'm afraid I'm wearing her up. So I need to find more people to talk to.
0: I don't know, at least you can talk for a long, long, long time. Yeah, but she keeps getting tired and leaving. Well.
1: Because it's... Is it one or two I'm, in the morning? Yeah.
0: Well, that's why.
1: That's probably why. It doesn't
0: mean you're crazy, it just means it's one or two in the morning. Yeah. Just to do stuff during the day.
1: People need to be more like me. That would be best. That would be great. I would love that.
0: Maybe you should, uh... Talk with, uh... Pastor Matt. Huh? Pastor Matt. I'm sure he would love to. I don't know
1: if he's awake at two in the morning most days.
0: Well, probably not two in the morning. Maybe oh. just go have coffee with him or something. That's what I need to talk with.
1: Meeting with Troy later this week. Good. So with all my insecurities on him and see how he bounces them around. Yeah. I you should just... totally do that. That's gonna be awesome for you.
0: I'm excited. It'll be good for Troy too.
1: Yeah. yeah. Have you spent a lot of time with Troy? I haven't, that's the problem.
0: Okay, so.
1: I can never like read him. This is what'll happen, I all was, right? Oh, yeah. The intense stare, yeah. Yeah, I can't read him. He's a lot like my dad in the way he looks at you, so it always like puts me a little bit on edge.
0: Ha, <laughs> <laughs> he'll do that. Literally means nothing other yeah. than he's thinking okay. doesn't mean you're psycho or something
1: I always feel like I've offended him so well. I, I always know. feel like that too. I've known him for so long.
0: I'm always just like <laughs> Yeah, what I usually do is get awkward and Be like that right buddy, huh? Hmm? Hmm? Yeah. Hmm? Hmm? Okay. Like that he usually goes over decent.
1: Mm. Matt's also a. I can't quite read Matt. Well, Matt's. He, he, he reminds me a lot of like a southern preacher. And hmm. the way he delivers his messages. But like as a person, person to person, there's a little bit of awkwardness there with me and him. Like we have never spoken to him. I don't know. Some people are weird. Yep. It's not me. It's them. I swear. Yep.
0: Some people are weird. It's funny. Yeah. Some people I get along with really well. Some people I just, I'm like, I can't, I don't understand. Oh, yeah. Okay.
1: You. That. So, um, Samantha Bowden, for some reason, her, I can never talk to. I don't know why. And it's weird. And I think it's the way she talks. It's like a very direct kind of thing, but I just, I always feel like such a jerk because he never talked to her. But like, it, I don't know, it's weird. Yeah. I can't make words come out of my mouth. Caleb's a little easier.
0: Yeah, uh, I, could, I could see that. I've known Sam for so long, so freaking
1: long. And it's still kind of like, like we've been really good friends for a long time. And it's still yeah. like- I've known him as it, long as I've known you and I still- Yeah. I see her on a weekly basis, but I don't. I, don't, I have words, are hard. Yeah. It's weird. I wonder if there's like a specific type of person that I can talk. She's about
0: one of those people that I likes can. to talk about deep stuff, and small talk is a little bit harder.
1: Oh, okay. Well, as long as the problem's not me, then there we go.
0: She's kind of one of those people, and so, like, if you come at her with something serious, she'll probably talk to you. Okay. Well, yeah. that might be better. Yeah, but I'm always like, oh, what kind of serious thing do I bring up? I don't know. What? I'm always like, what kind of serious thing do I bring up? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Hey, Calvinism. <laughs> you ever like the Trinity? <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. <sighs> <sighs> Should name it something. Make it the family pet. Hachi. His name is Daryl. Hachi Hutcherson. Daryl Hutcherson. Daryl Hutcherson. I don't know if you like the name Daryl. Daryl's a good name. I don't know. Solid name. Solid. Imagine. See, I just imagine the guy with two teeth. I don't know. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Um, do you have to work tomorrow night? Sunday night. Or Monday night. Uh, why? No reason. Well, uh, well, yeah, like nine, nine
0: o'clock, nine thirty. Okay, but earlier. Earlier. Can you do something earlier, like dinner time? Probably. Okay, you should come to my house at dinner time. Come to my house at six tomorrow.
1: Okay. Okay. Oh, are you throwing me a birthday party? But like, you don't know about your birthday party. No. No. Okay. It's not like that. I'm guessing it's your birthday.
0: Happy birthday. I want you to come to my house at 6 p.m. tomorrow night.
1: Okie dokie. Okay. I will do that. I'm, uh, I'm still pulling hairs out of my beard if you haven't noticed. It's not very comforting. In fact, it worries me a little bit.
0: I was going to ask you something else, but I forgot what it was. What was it? Hmm. You try to get
1: some milk from the Oh yeah I'm asking for no reason Shut <laughs> up that is past your ass
0: I'm asking for no reason What's your favorite food in the world? Oh, no.
1: Try to dodge the potholes They never promised us It would be a gentle ride They never had a problem no, Keeping it